For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Jane Bambauer, Professor of Law. Jane is the next speaker in this season's College of Science Public Lecture Series on Humans, Data, and Machines. Her lecture this Monday evening in Centennial Hall is entitled Machine Influencers and Decision Makers. In her talk, Jane's going to discuss aspects of data-driven decision-making in the legal system. Your research focuses on how personal data are used in the legal system. Before we get into that, could you tell us how you got into this sort of mathematical side of the legal profession? Yeah, I mean, it surprised even me. Uh, I was a math major in college, but when I went to law school, I thought that I was sort of leaving that behind. Uh, but I took a class that really influenced my life called uh, Empirical Law and Economics, taught by John Donahue. And uh, in that class, we saw a bunch of examples of research that looked at whether laws were actually doing what they were designed to do, um, you know, having the effects that we think that they'll have. And uh, that was fascinating to me. And it, it put me on a trajectory to want to do my own research of that sort. And I know that one thing you do is to ask specifically this question of whether um, computers help us to make not just accurate decisions, but fair, ethical decisions. How do you address these big issues? There are many dimensions to fairness. And uh, one, one reason that this area is so interesting or provocative even is that depending on how you define fair, it may conflict with somebody else's notion of fairness. You know, I don't, I don't think there's much doubt at this point that um, computers help us make more accurate predictions, but how we use those predictions and whether we're predicting the right things, whether we're actually predicting something that can be put to use to, um, to make society better is actually a, a pretty difficult thing to get right. A scoring system called uh, Compass, made by a private company called North Point, um, that uses a bunch of variables that come from a person's criminal background um, and, and surveys in order to predict the chance that this person will recidivate, that they will commit another crime or be arrested for another crime within two years. The key variables are things like the age of the arrestee, the age that they were when they were first arrested for any crime, um, how many arrests are in their record, how, how recently their most recent arrest was. This is conduct that the person has been engaged in and some basic demographics, but importantly, not race. Um, and most jurisdictions also don't use zip code or, you know, because geographic regions um, sort of correlate so highly with race. So um, most parole boards or probation decisions um, are made using these scores. So these scores are on a scale of one to 10. So people with medium and high scores, scores above four, um, are treated as significant risk. And so they are typically uh, kept in jail. And then people with lower scores, one through three, are treated as low risk and are released. If we just look at the population of people who turn out to not recidivate, they turn out to be innocent after this initial arrest. And if we break that group up into white and African-American uh, innocent people, uh, something very peculiar happens. Uh, the white population, about 25% of them had a score uh, that was in the medium or high range. If they had stayed in the system, they would have been jailed uh, inappropriately. So they would have been false positives. 
But the rate for African-Americans is much higher. It's 40%. So if you just look at those numbers, it looks like something terrible is happening here. So how do you explain it? Well, the explanation is that the white and black population does not have the same distribution of scores. White arrestees tend to have lower scores, whereas uh, black arrestees are more likely to uh, have scores that put them in the middle range or the top range of the scale. If the scores were all basically ones and tens, it would be very easy to know what to do with people. Either they will definitely recidivate or not. Uh, I think there wouldn't be uh, much of a moral dilemma. Uh, what creates this problem, though, are these middle scores. So the, the sixes and sevens, these, these are people who have a significant risk, you know, a 50% risk of, of committing a crime in two years or of being arrested in two years. That's the group of people that make up false positives because they are typically put in jail and about half of them though wouldn't have committed a crime. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.